This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Facebook Bookers Podcast, most likely uploaded on time and in tact. It's me, Facebook Chair, your Bachelor of Ceremony, and with me, as always, Richter is the other half of this Facebook Bookers Wrestling Podcast. I am here. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, Jerry. Hi. <laughs> I don't know. I had nothing. <laughs> I, it's like, it's like you know when you, you listen to something and you're, you're ready to respond and then you just blank. Look, you know, some, some, of, us, some of us are Andy <laughs> Richters. Uh, some of us are uh, Ed McMahons, uh, you know, and uh, some of us are uh, – who is the – Tommy Davidson. That was the one who was on the Magic Hour. You remember that one? No. Remember Magic Johnson had like a talk show. He had a late night talk show, and Tommy Davidson of Living Color fame was his like co-host guy. Wait, Living Color the band or in Living Color the show? I'm sorry, in Living Color oh. the television show. Okay. Uh, uh, for you young kids, that's where you know Jim Carrey was started there. All all the Keenans. Yeah, all, all the, all the Wayans. <laughs> all all the Wayans. Um, you got Damien. You got all of them. You got. Damien Wayne, you Damon. know. Damon. Damon. Yeah. Damon. Yeah. Uh, you got um, David Allen Greer. You remember he started David Allen Greer? Yeah, man. Uh-huh. He would do the um, he would do like the film reviews or something like that too. Okay, I wasn't snaps a... up. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And J Lo. Yeah. Of course, I was. J-Lo, I was gonna you say. Know, everybody knows. I wasn't gonna leave that. Out, yeah, outside of movies, she had the the biggest career. Yeah, and you know, let me cut in front of Richard Riz and announce the, this is dedicated to the tribal chief. We're going to acknowledge him officially. <laughs> me first. <laughs> right in the middle of this conversation. You got Thank it. you for allowing us to podcast. <laughs> Thank you, tribal chief, for allowing us this platform with which we shall podcast about your whatever you got going on. I'm out of it today. Wow. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think you're high on Fortnite or something. Like I was good like ten minutes ago when when we were battling the queen and the freaking the event, the end of chapter event, and now I'm just I'm a little lost. I think you're just doing a little bit of immersion, like you're 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 running around and there's all these younger people in front of you, you know. And you just try to keep up. I hear you. Yeah. You know, it's just exhausting for older people like us. It is. Um, but before we go on, I just want to say uh, that last week's episode was, uh, it was a journey. Um, I think what happened was, I'm sorry it was late, guys, and the aptly named episode 404 not found because it was late. Uh, and it's because there was an audio issue on my end. Uh, we were out of sync, so I had to sit and, like, closely listen to the podcast and try to remember where I'm actually not talking over Rich to Riz. <laughs> where it's not that where it didn't actually happen, where it's an, a it's a f- complete freak of nature. Uh for some reason my end it came out shorter than the podcast was supposed to be. I think that maybe there was a setting or maybe space bar was pressed or whatever. I don't know. And it was also quality. Some of it cut out a lot. I think it had something to do with that setting, but I reset the settings. Uh, we're at the default settings, so everything should be cool. All right. Yeah. So Rich DeRiz has got uh, fake news about real sports and entertainment. 
uh, why don't you, you know, take it away, uh, and and uh, let's, you know, unless you had something else to say. No, I got the real news about the fake sports and entertainment. Uh, not a big news week, to be honest, uh, but obviously nothing in here is unworthy. So, Big Swole released a statement on Twitter this week that uh, says she's decided to not renew her AEW contract, which ran out this week, without specifying why. She just said she decides to not renew and that they mutually parted ways on good terms. Uh, I just I hope everything's cool with her on her end and uh, best of luck in future endeavors and such. Wow. Hey, listen, money people, like, you could start a wrestling promotion. Like, there's a lot of talent out there. That could use a platform. So This is very true. And directly related to what you just said, it was going to come later. But Freddie Prince Jr. revealed that he's looking to start an indie pro wrestling company with a TV deal. So, like, he's looking to have, like, uh, start, like, a local promotion, I guess, like, in L.A. He actually did kind of specify L.A., but he didn't specify that specifically where they're looking. He kind of, like, gave it as an example. So, like, he's looking for, like, a, a, a local TV deal somewhere and to start, like, that going. Wow, they should they should totally do that. But like, instead of like L.A. or California, like look for like the worst town. <laughs> you know, just like go old school. Mm-hmm. Do like they do with the TV show Stars uh, Heels on Stars, where it's like some Georgia town, and it's like this local wrestling league. It's like you had all the money, but you're still ju- you're still only booking like armories and school yeah. gymnasiums. Yeah, but you'll save a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you could still take care of all your people. And That's like true. build something like like grassroots, like, you know what I'm saying? Like and these places it it's I would if I was like in an entertainment, I would not base myself out of California, especially the way things are right now, cuz it's a terrible place to try to do events. Because it's really like they want you to just do whatever on like if somebody has the sniffles so i would suggest somewhere less regulated you know Mm. to really give everybody you know a chance to see your guys and do crazy shit freddie prince jr he's he's like he he's good with entertainment stuff he did he did do some creative didn't he for wwe for a little bit he did so he's got the experience, and he's mm-hmm. got friends. Yep. You know. So we'll yeah, yeah. She said he's like he sees like all these releases and how like some of them get picked up and some of them like we just like really haven't heard from. And you know he he wants to give them. He says she wants to give them a job. You need to jump in the pool. Mm-hmm. You can't just you can't be half pregnant. You know you just got to go all in. You can't mm-hmm. just anyway. You know what I mean. Yep. Uh, Beth Phoenix announced that War Games will be her final stint behind the NXT commentary table as she's looking to spend more time with her family. By more time with her family, she means training to wrestle the Miz and Maurice with Edge. I hope not. I mean... <sighs> you know what's going to happen. Like, why bring her into it? Dressed to fight. To be honest, of the four, she's Edge, the is, Edge is my least favorite in that. I, you have this beef with Edge. It's I guess it, it's this thing of like I'm I'm happy that you got to that you got to make a return so you can retire on your own terms. But retire on your own terms already. <laughs> Do it. You're like now's the time. Yeah. 
Like, like consider that like the huge scare. Like now you got like you're given some time where you can tell a story that you want to close out your career with. But he's chosen like five, six stories now. He's trying to call out AJ Styles, Miz. Like, pick a story and close with it, and then go do Vikings or whatever. Vikings is off the air. I don't care. Do a spinoff. I think they killed his character. Haven. Um. Yeah. That. Haven. The Edge effect. Yeah. Bring. Bring back. Bring back Haven just to give Edge something to do that doesn't offend Rich Torres. Yeah, yeah, and, and he just doesn't ta- like him, and he can take Christian with him. Well, God well, damn Christian's it. busy apparently being the de facto manager of the uh, Jurassic Express. Yeah, because like I was confused. We're gonna keep. We have more news, right? We do. So Christian, Christian replaced Marco Stunt. I mean, look, it's it's better that way, right? I didn't even know he was their manager. I thought he was just some kid that they hung out with to make Jungle Boy look tall. No, Marco Sun is, like, he's a wrestler. He is, kind of, like, in part, he's probably there to make Jungle Boy look tall. But they kind of had this whole shtick going, the three of them. And then Christian comes in, and we start not seeing Marco Stunt. I'm sorry, do you miss Marco Stunt and want to trade him for Christian? I miss Christian not being on my TV. Oh. That's what well, I miss. Luckily for you, he's not on that much. I know, but Jungle Boy is a pillar. Christian uh, is not a pillar. Has never been a pillar. Will never be a pillar. I don't see how this really helps Jungle Boy. He might be a pillar of his community. Great. You go. He, he should go to his community where he lives. Yeah. You know what? Really, Christian. Um. Honestly. This isn't really about, and you too, Edge, even though you live out in the woods, I think maybe it's time for you to take care of your community. You know, I feel like after, you know, a certain amount of time, it's time to stop being selfish and do some good with that money and influence you got. You know, just help your community. There you go. Get maybe back. Not your, maybe not your community. Maybe Rich's community. You know, somebody. And, and, and just give back, you know, like not just to wrestlers. Because there's plenty of wrestlers giving back right now, if I'm being honest. I think there's a little bit too much wrestlers trying to give back right now. I mean, I don't think that could ever be the case, but I see what you're saying. I get it. You know what I mean? There's a lot. Yeah. Um, last bit in the news this week, there is something called... WWE started what they're calling the Next In Line program. Now... Oh, what's this here? This, is I have this, this about um, Fast Pass at Disneyland? It's not. Um... I'm going to read a press release here. Uh, new program to provide clear pathway from from collegiate athletics to WWE. Uh, the uh, press release reads, WWE today announced the launch of a groundbreaking NIL program that will provide a clear pathway from collegiate athletes to WWE. Now, NIL does not actually stand for next in line. NIL stands for nil. NIL stands for name, image, and likeness. That should be a small red flag for these people, to be honest. What does that mean? Can you explain what that means? So name, image, and likeness are like three things that WWE kind of likes to trademark when signing talent. It's like your name is ours now. Your image, your likeness is ours. Right? Yeah. Like intellectual property. Right. So this is. I feel like this is them... Digging deeper into that uh, sort of belief that they have the right to own these people's likenesses and such. 
I'm not, like I'm not necessarily saying I disagree. I think the law right now is vague enough that these contracts are legal. So within the law, they they are acting within the law. I just you know it, it's a big gray area that has there's been a lot of contention with, including the whole that you know you know like AJ Styles streaming and um and Zelina such. Vega. Zelina Vega. I couldn't think of her name for a second. I just say her real name, but yeah. So. It's kind of a big thing. Anyway, so, so to finish reading the press release here, it says, uh, Following a historic new policy by the NCAA effective July 1st, 2021, which ushered in the NIL era, allowing college athletes the ability to monetize their name, image, and likeness, WWE has constructed a comprehensive program to recruit and develop potential future superstars. Dubbed Next in Line, the NIL program aims to enhance the talent development process through collaborative partnerships with college athletes from diverse athletic backgrounds. So that's interesting. And I think very promising. Uh, Gable Stevenson uh, is really like one of the first, like, uh, blah, blah, sorry. The, the NIL started with Gable Stevenson, essentially. Oh, okay. Because he signed with WWE, but this whole program allowed him to finish his last year of college and defend his NCAA Heavyweight Championship. Oh, okay. So he signed to WWE, he's training at the Performance Center, and I guess they're, they're really being very lenient with his training schedule that he's not missing any of his college courses or or uh, college athletic training. That's more important anyway. It is. You know, you could use that after wrestling. Yeah. It also you, helps you with it, like managing all your shit. Yeah, because you never know when you, an unfortunate injury could put you out and all of a sudden, you know, you need a degree to fall back on. Yeah, it'd be like the worst case scenario. He has his debut match after all this hoopla. D goes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God forbid. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll never wrestle again. That was mm-hmm. great. <laughs> you or you know. know, like like even if an injury Chris isn't, Chris had more matches. Exactly. Like even even if an injury isn't so bad that it actually retires you, like you could say to yourself, "Wow, this really is dangerous. Maybe maybe it's not for me." Don't try this at home. Right. Speaking of don't try this at home. Yes. We did it. We made a segue. Cody Rhodes. God damn it. The fire was completely unnecessary. Number one. It didn't like it it wasn't. I I don't feel like the feud was all that heated. So no pun intended. Well, that's why they did the fire, Rich, to heat it up. I feel like that's how you end a feud. But I okay, f- I feel like he has a bucket list of spots he's never done that are crazy and will pop the crowd, and he's just running down them just to just to get them done. I think he's like running with the wrong message here. Like blood and guts is not the only way to get over. Mm-hmm. Like it seems to him, like he has to pay the he has to make a blood sacrifice to the gods in order to keep his career flourishing. Mm-hmm. And Brandy Rhodes is the worst. <laughs> Why? Like, now a lot of people are crapping on her online. I'm not necessarily sure I understand why, but I want to hear your point of view here. I think. Um. I, I look. Here's the thing. I. 
I always try to separate the character with the person. So mm-hmm. let's get that out of the way. Right. It's just that, like, sometimes I feel like she forgets she's a character. Mm. Like, the way she be acting and responding to stuff sometimes. It's like, if somebody gets salty with you, then good. Then you should definitely respond back to them salty. Mm-hmm. But to be generally salty to people that fit, like, that person's description is kind of messed up. You know what I mean? Like... Oh, when she when she called out speci- specifically, like what was it like, uh, age f- uh, the usual twenty five to forty o- Caucasian men or something? She said, "Yeah, the, the people that it's okay to be shitty to." Yeah, to be honest, you know? a- as uh, as a forty something year old, forty one year old Caucasian man, I wasn't particularly offended by that. I'm just like I I, j- I just I looked at it and I'm like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. No, like so I, I, I looked care. a little and I couldn't find it. So yeah, I didn't go any further. Look, it's like I don't care. Mm-hmm. But why do you have to bring race into it? Why does that matter? You know what I mean? Who gives a shit? Well, I'm sure some like tools you know, online. I saw there was a tweet that somebody said a thing. Yeah, but she could have just like shit on him directly. What mm-hmm. like what like you're just judging everybody by the actions of one shitty person. Mm. That sounds like the definition of prejudice. Yeah, but that's okay, right? You know, like we're never we're never all going to get along if we don't follow the same rules. Mm-hmm. We, you you can't be shitty to somebody because of something that they have no control over. Yep. You know, that's mm-hmm. just weird to me. We're never we're never going to we're never going to be have peace if we can't just get that stupid antiquated caveman bullshit out of our fucking heads. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. The same people trying to act all evolved and shit and can't get past shirts and skins. Mm. You know? Anyway, that's my rant on peace. And that match, since we're talking about it, I, I, Cody shouldn't have won the match. Like, I understand that he won the match and that was the plan. I know how it works, like with storylines and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way that Andrade was just punishing him. And even he he caught the most of it, the brunt of the burning. Yep. Like, why did he win? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, none of it seemed to work for me. Because, like, even with Edge, right? Mm-hmm. That's the direct correlation we can make, right? And I'm sorry. Uh, this is note to future me. I did talk over him there. This isn't an accident. Okay. You're talking about uh, that Edge-McFoley match? Yes. Okay. When Edge speared Foley, mm-hmm. did Edge touch the table at all? Or was it just Foley that hit, got burned? Edge may or may not have, but Foley absolutely took the brunt of that because it was Foley's back going through the table. Okay, so he took the brunt of it. And I think Edge got singed a little bit, but not enough where it looked like he got the most of it. Right. So that's all. It's like I think sometimes, and maybe it's not, you can't do it. Like you should call an audible. If you're, If you're... Unless that's just what Tony wanted, but it's like, maybe you should have changed the finish. Well, I think... Because not only was Andrade able to kick out a little bit because he was burnt, he felt his chest was on fire, mm-hmm. but it, it just looked to me like Cody took most of the damage, that's all. I think, as with, I think as with most bumps, uh, it's safest to take them back first. So I think that's why, in general, when you see someone get suplexed through a table... The person who 
like whoever is going through the table, whoever is actually impacting the table, they're going back first. Yeah, but it, I'm not just talking about the table spot. I'm talking about the whole match. Right. It didn't feel like he was. I like I I almost have to talk about the two separately because oh. there's like the tables like as soon as Brandy came out. It, it it changed everything. It literally changed the whole the whole match. The, the um, all right, you're gonna suplex him through a table. Cool. Now there's fire. fire. All right, whoop it to do. Now rewind, mentally rewind. Cody Cody takes off his his uh uh gear. You know the the yes. jacket that he comes out with, right? You saw he looked like he was peeling. Taz even said, "What the hell is that on his back?" or something like that. And then, like, there was silence for a second on commentary. Oh, so you think there was something in the headset? No one reacted to it. What it was is the um, the cream that they put, the anti... Um, yeah, the anti-inflammatory oh. cream. Not anti-inflammatory, but, like, the, the flame-retardant protective Got cream. On the jacket, probably. Well, it, it, it was on his skin. When the cream dries, it gets oh, flaky. Oh, so pointing that out would be bad. But right, and number two, I I, I really didn't I didn't particularly know I, I was soup carding or whatever. But um, like there was a spot where like they were like like they brought a water right. bottle into the fight. Right, the cream needs to be wet for it to yeah. work. So. So they had to wet the cream that was on their backs to protect themselves from Wouldn't the upcoming fire. Do that or no? Now, okay. No, not enough. Now, let's say like I saw that shit. My first instinct was like, is did he have like a really bad sunburn that like he's peeling? Is that what it is? But when you once you see the fire spot, you're like, oh, I see. Either if you didn't know that the cream f- gets flaky when it dries, you think maybe it was like a burn or something. It's like, oh, they must have rehearsed this. Oh. Either way, either way, seeing the flakiness of the cream ruined it. And like I already mentioned, the f- the flame. Didn't make like, it wasn't necessary because you saw the trick. You saw the part of the trick, like the card in the sleeve type of thing. Yeah, it it completely took me out of it. A lot of people feel this way. Also, I just I just feel like I I had to I had to get it out there also just to say like and and, and it wasn't necessary. It, I don't think it really it added anything. Yeah, and I don't care what the rapper says. I could still shit on Cody. Mm-hmm. Because he put a tweet defending Cody or something like that. Or Who, T.I.? No, the the rapper guy from fucking Dynamite. Fucking oh, Max um, Caster. Caster. Yeah. I didn't see it. Of course you didn't. You're not a man of the world like Basement Jair. Takes a second to get on Twitter and look for wrestling crap to fucking talk about like he knows something. There you go. Also, way too much lighter fluid. I would say not enough. <laughs> I would say not enough. I would say she should have used, like, instead of that lighter fluid, just get, like, a tank of gasoline. <laughs> Let the ref go, too. Man. 
Just get Andrade out of there. Like I get that you're probably trying to make us forget about the exploding ring match. And I get that you want to... Now you're erring on the side of not caution. In the interest of making sure a spot, a, a big dangerous spot, is as big and dangerous as it's supposed to be. But it's a bit much. It's kind of weird because it's like... Why Why do you guys keep blowing your load on free TV mm-hmm. is the thing that gets me. Yeah. Like, that to me is like, I, this doesn't track. Look, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm, you're the professional. It's your money. And, you know, it benefits me to see something crazy like this. But it's like, if for the most part your shows are kind of like, you know, doing the crazy stuff. Like, how can you top that with your pay-per-view? Yeah, and I think this is... uh, I think part of the problem is... As far as our perspective, we forget... We tend to forget that AEW is an indie company. Yes, they have a national TV deal, but the fact that they started as indie... Like, they literally started independent. All all in... Not to be confused with indie hardware. Right. Not indie wrestling. Um, or indie Loomis. Um, they're they're they have strong in, independent roots. So every show, they're gonna try to bring some of that indie flavor to dynamite, and that's why I think that's why a lot of episodes of dynamite end up being. You know, ha- having this one huge spot that everyone's talking about because you go to an indie show, that's what you get. Yeah, but you're not an indie show anymore. You don't have to do that. I you know agree. I, mean? <laughs> like, I agree. This isn't this isn't necessary. Mm-hmm. And if you have like stuff like this in your sleeve, you're gonna sell a lot more pay per views. I thought that was where the money's at. You're gonna need that to pay for all that talent. You just keep ac- acquiring all willy nilly. You know, well, as far as that, that like the obviously the money comes from Tony Khan. He's the one looking at how much is going out, how how much is coming in. He's the one that's going to have to decide. All right, we need to m- make more money off of the pay per views. Oh, I hear you. I just think let's let's uh let's take it easy for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do some good old. Let's do what we're good at. Like not everything has to be some crazy shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, what? Like, who's the most overheel in AEW right now? Brian Danielson, right? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, and he's just stomping people's heads. Literally, all he's doing. I approve of that. He, yeah. he, like, he's not putting people through flaming tables. He's there's no. He's not throwing people off top of a cage. He's giving rig time to every member of the Dork Order. Yeah, like the biggest heel in the company is putting over the Dark Order. Not putting them over, them? right? Well, not, not putting them over, but he, but he's working directly with them. Mm-hmm. They're getting these prominent matches, high-profile matches, leading up to his uh, eventual match against Hangman, obviously. But he's not going nuts like this. Uh, the Andrade thing with uh, yeah. and 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 uh, Malachi Black. And and now in the pack and death triangle, and uh, and I guess uh, 
Malachi wants to take Pac's eye, or yeah. what the hell's going on? <laughs> like, so I, I guess his doesn't work good. It's going to be eye for an eye match part two, or something. Here we go. No, they're going to, like, this is how you do it. We're going to show you. We'll show you how to do eyeball matches. Yeah, right. Man, stupid. The things that take away, like, man, I wasted X amount of time on that, and I'm never getting that back. Sons of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing, yeah. So the the flaming table wasn't necessary. It, it just wasn't. And I didn't know their feud was that heated. I gotta be honest with you. That's what I'm saying. Like that's crazy. Like I don't know. How do you do the thing that's supposed to close the feud to start a feud? Because it looked like maybe a start of it. I don't know. Yeah, and what was confusing is what what were we supposed to be talking about? The flaming table or the fact that it was brandy? Like oh shit, brandy's here. What is it? Yeah, I didn't oh shit, Brandy's here. I was like, oh, Brandy's here. Well, yeah, but the fact that Brandy's there and hadn't been there for a while, like that in and of itself makes it, it's like the requisite oh shit. Yeah, for some people, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. I don't know. Some of us think the Easter Bunny's still around, you know? Yeah. Obviously, he died a long time ago. Yep. It's it's like they're trying to. There's a phrase I can't think of right now. It's like they're they're trying to get all the all the big pops in one thing, and it's just confusing. Oh, it's like oh no, it's Brandy Rose, and oh it's Art Anderson. There he goes. You oh okay, oh, and and was I don't remember if it was. I'm not looking at my notes yet. I don't remember if it was uh, Dynamite or Rampage. Uh, there was there was a. Uh, uh, Oh, it must it must have been that. Um Yeah, when Cody came out and um Andrade attacked Cody from on the ramp, right? As he does. Arn backed up and fell into like this quote unquote like off the ramp, but like there was an elevated area next to the stage that he fell into. He yeah. was only like a foot down. You can see Jose Reach down and p- pick Arn up. What a great heel. And then it cuts away and cuts back and we see them brawling. It's like, he was down. You should have just been like ground and pounding him. Right there. Or as Michael Cole would call it, pound, ground and pound. Pound and ground. Pound yeah. And ground. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, hey man, you alright? Cool. We're, we're on camera so I gotta beat you up. Arn would understand that. Arn should have called that. Yeah. Or gouged his eyes out. Like when he got to him. Yeah. Well, the, the eye gouging was... You to sell this eye gouge. Yeah, the eye gouging was already coming. Did you see Arn fall? I brought it up for a reason. Okay, okay. Uh, and what else can we throw out? Oh, it's Dusty Rhodes' boot! The boot is here. You know, is that next? Oh, he's got a shovel. Oh, that must be a Triple H reference. A yeah, golden the, shovel. Yeah, the, the, the sledgehammer than the golden shovel. It's like, man, you guys really, really want to hang out with the cool kids. What you are supposed, you are the cool kids. They be, should be trying to be like you. Mm. Like, you know, feuding the real Miz with an older guy. Mm-hmm. You know? You got first AEW has fake Miz with an older guy, and now uh-huh. you got 
real biz with an older guy. Very interesting. It could be it could be a coincidence. It could be like, you know, one of those things, like, you know how they'll release, like, a meteor movie, and then there'll be another meteor movie? Like, mm-hmm. there was Deep Impact, and then it was Armageddon, like, at the same time? Yep. You know, something like that. That could be that. Mm-hmm. That happens in wrestling. I wouldn't look too much into it. Look into it. <laughs> oh, I really wish I could think of this phrase. Um, jump in the shark. Maybe uh, mixing I mean, up a kit and caboodle. Jumping the shark isn't it, but jumping the shark fits for this also. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're jumping the shark. I'll tell you what, man. I mean, no, I, I can't excuse it. I, I'm sorry. And I can't. I shouldn't say them. It's Cody. You know, it's Cody. If it's not Cody, then well, isn't Tony Khan in charge? Ultimately, but it's not like he presents ideas. It's it's like people will pitch ideas, and like Tony could like shoot them down. I don't think he's necessarily the one pitching ideas. Con. Sorry. Anytime we mention a con, mm-hmm. I have to do the con. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I love Wrath of Con. Great movie. Great movie. Probably one of the greatest Star Trek movies ever. Definitely it best might be of the, the best. Film. Definitely right? best. Guaranteed best of the first four uh, uh, of the uh, of the original, of the original series yeah. of the original series movies. Definitely, very typically considered the best. Right. Five was five was pretty damn good. Also, mm-hmm. two. I mean, it, it's hard to call two not the best. It's really hard, like because it set a bar for like sci-fi movies in general, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um. But yeah, uh, sorry guys, we're we're back off the nerd stuff now. <laughs> no promises. Oh, yeah. Um, they made like the AEW. They they make it a little difficult sometimes. And like, what's our what's all our ter- our alternative? WWE. Well, we we do worship at the table of the tribal chief. We do, as is worthy, right. but. Well, we'll get into that, I guess. Um, I, you know, honestly, I like the that was really the only gripe I had with Dynamite because I was talking to you about it because I'm like, this is, man. Uh, how are we feeling about this Punk and MJF thing? I like it. Apparently, Punk was sup have like was having like um, I I think Excalibur said non-COVID-related respiratory problems in his match against um, what's that uh, that guy's name? Um, I feel really bad. Uh, it's a, it's a weird name. Uh, Cody's friend. Uh, Punk wrestled him last week. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Lee Moriarty. No, one of the guys we think gets too much TV time. Um, he was tag teams with Dustin. Come on, man. Someone's yelling at us right oh, now. Oh, QT Marshall. Yes, that's the one. Mm-hmm. The whole Marshall part is the thing that I think is weird. But, like, <laughs> when he wrestled him, because MJF's, like, he's wrestling these guys, and he's having, like, such a hard time with them, mm-hmm. you know? And that's yeah. a pr- I like that he pointed that out. Because mm-hmm. that's what I'm like, dude, wh- you're CM Punk. What is this? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You 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 could you could talk to. Yeah, and no, I'm I'm just thinking like so obviously 
Excalibur was telling us that um, uh, Punk was That's Punk good. had uh, had like a respiratory infection or maybe a cold or whatever. But um, Excalibur was very Excalibur was very careful to phrase it as non-COVID respiratory issues. Yeah, it's like. Don't jump the gun. He doesn't have COVID. He just has an unrelated respiratory thing. We wouldn't allow him here if he had COVID. Don't worry. He's not patient zero for Omicron. Yeah. (laughs) It's fine, everybody. (laughs) I haven't been following, so. Uh, Nothing really to follow. Apparently, the variant didn't first appear in South Africa. They were just the first to report it. It was Mm. in Europe. So interesting, and apparently it's like it's from what like the the doctor that reported he's like or she I don't remember it's like it's mild like it's mild it's not as you know but we don't the data is still you know out there so all I gotta say to any scientist listening just show your work you know before you go mm-hmm. telling everybody they need to lock themselves up and put on gas masks till the end of time show your work um mm-hmm. all right. Back to the podcast. <laughs> All right. So there was that. Um, the whole back and forth between Punk and MJF is great. As far as mic work, this is excellent. Like, I, I think this is uh, the best mic work that is going on in wrestling right now. And second is Danielson, his whole feud with Hangman. All right. So my only caveat, and um, I'm sorry to say this, but my only caveat is that Needle Dick is the one of the most dated uh, disses, and mm-hmm. you're really showing your age, Punk. So let's try to work on that. Is it dated? Do people just not say Needle Dick anymore? It's just kind of lame. You know? It's kind of lame. And, like, right now, it kind of feels like MJF might be winning this. Hmm. Like, not the match. I mean, he's the stuff he's saying. The verbal spar. Yeah, and it's not even that it's like, oh, snap. It's just edgelord shit. You know what I mean? It's like, whatever, dude. It's mm-hmm. like somebody that could just say whatever they want, saying what they want. Like, if that was the plan for, like, um, for Eddie Kingston, he'll, he'd say some shit like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, because I remember he'd always be like, where's, where's your girl at? You know, to when he was, like, with the butcher the blade. It was like, what's she doing over there with that guy? You know, mm-hmm. who just talk about it. And sometimes it was like, that's not even part of the storyline. But just it makes sense. It up. I know. But, like, yeah. that's why, that's probably why I like Eddie Kingston and also fear him. So it, it's very important mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, so what? do you know anything more than I do? Because I know nothing. About uh, Punk and Britt Baker? Nothing. I think it's, um, he just thought when he was, like, he was just remember the episode. It was a week before, and they were doing the promo battle, uh, promo battle round one, and mm-hmm. um, the twenty minute. They were back talking forth, right? about the pillars, right? And basically, that MJF shouldn't be on there. That it should be Britt Baker. Ah, so okay, okay, he was okay. thinking that like Punk was just kissing ass so he could get mm-hmm. in them jeans. Okay. You know, it's like, you know, one of those things. That's why I was like, I'm not all, you know, it's, oh, you're so edgy, bro. You know, but really good. Well, it, I mean, if anything, like, obviously, considering, let's say, for instance, 
Brit did surpass MJF as one of the pillars, right? Right. Brit's obviously never going to be in the ring in a match with any of the other three. So why why not have four male pillars and four female pillars and four tag team pillars, right? Pillars for each division. Makes sense. I think you're going crazy with pillars. No, no, no. Like, pillars it, are important. They are. Like, like you need the pillars. You need pillars to build your entire company. But it, you can't build a company if you don't have a division. Like, I kind of crap on AEW's women's division a lot, right? Okay. Because, like, like they touted, oh, it's it's this and that and everything. But it's it, they're most of them are really green compared to every other televised women's division out there. Yeah. Okay. Um. Britt Baker is very, very, very good for as new as she is. Same for Thunder Rosa. Between the two of them, they only have like six, maybe seven years experience so far. Right. Um, And they're among the most experienced women that AEW has. So that tells you that their women's division is very green in general. And this is a topic I've talked about a lot. But for the women's division... If we're going to look at pillars of the women's division, Brit's, I'd say De- Brit is definitely one of them because she outworks most of the other women, if not all the other women, on the microphone. Okay. Um, Serena Deeb, undoubtedly, you know, she's relatively new there. Um, one of the best in the ring and on the mic. And. Very experienced. Uh, I hope she has a significantly longer run. Healthy. Love to see that. Uh, Third. Well, when they talk about the pillars, like they talk about like more like the future. Well, keep Serene D being there anyway. Um. Jade Cargill. Okay. Getting there. Athletically, she's fantastic. She needs to tighten up a bit. I think she's plenty tight. Yeah, she is. But, like, her in-ring work, she needs, she needs a bit more practice. Tight like a tiger. But she's... Uh, but, again, like, f- considering, like, we've literally seen her first matches ever, she's fantastic for as, for as uh, new as she is. But she does have a long way to go. As far as, but she absolutely is the future of the women's division. If she, if she wants, if she's going to continue putting in the work, tight. Yup. Um, I feel like they wanted to be red velvet. I'm just not feeling it. Straight out your mama's kitchen. Right. Or something. Uh, I think Ty Conti, probably, because she brings some experience. She's she's been improving pretty quickly. Uh, she needs mic. She needs some mic help. But uh, yeah, I'd put I'd put her there. Okay, that's cool. There you go. The four pillars of AEW's women's division. Great. Like I I um I don't care about pillars. Like to me, it's just a story device that they're using. You know, for what they need to do. Like I don't like. To me, it's like it's just that. Like making like you want to make pillars of the women's division fine. You know, but like, it's to me, it's like titles. It's like it's mm. just talking about how special these people are. That's all. 
for that storyline. If the storyline is about the women's championship and what women make that division, then yeah, they should have their own. But they're not doing that. So it's moot, mm. you know what I mean? And mm. it's like that shit shifts off the t- all the time. Like what when does it become you know what I'm saying? Like who was there when it first first started, right? You can't base it off that cuz they're not even in there. Right. Like you didn't even put them there. Jay Cargill's recent and you already put her there. You know what I'm trying to say? Like I mm-hmm. just think that's why I, I was just I agree with everything you said cuz I don't have I don't disagree. It's just that if if it, they're not using it for a storyline or something, then it doesn't matter what I think cuz then I'm just going to be furious that they're not doing what they should be doing with what would be considered a, a pillar. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. not just a word, it means something. It holds up the damn pantheon or whatever. You know mm. what I'm saying? And uh, that's just my opinion on that. All right. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Um, For a second there yeah, with Christian, yeah. I thought, like, I thought, wait, is he tag teaming with Jungle Boy? Is this a trios match? Like, the way he was talking is like, he's on the damn team. It's like, oh, no, <laughs> he's just, he's an old guy um, who wants to be young again. So he wants to hang like, out with the young boy. Hey, I'm experienced. Listen to me. Yeah, I'm experienced. I'll teach you a few things. That's what mm-hmm. he's creepily saying. Teach you how to get here on time. Get over. Get here early. Make sure you get early. You got to come to work early because then you can use that in a gimmick later when you don't have anything else going for you. Remember right. That. These things, it's like a plant. You know, it's not no not not like a plant, like a redwood. You know, one of them trees that live for a really long time. That's your mm-hmm. gimmick that you're doing right now. You're watering this tree. Mm-hmm. You're gonna need this tree. Trust me, I know. Is what he would say. Yeah, probably. If he was telling himself the truth, you know, sometimes people lie to themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Nothing else on. Okay. Eight. AEW particularly stuck out to me. Oakley, Oakley. Ah, uh, should we talk about uh, what you call it? War games. War games. No. War. 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 That that would be that that that's a different kind of. Website. How come they didn't have William Regal do it? Like he could have him Skype. Like, come on, man. Like, I think they just phased him out. I think he's black and gold. I really think that's why Beth Phoenix is leaving. Because I have it on good authority. I have someone on the inside that told me when Regal didn't do war games that that was the last straw for her. It's like, this isn't the place I know. Yeah, and I can see that. like, you know what? That's It's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. I don't need this shit. She said that. I didn't. Yeah. You know, so good on her. Yeah, yeah we, we, we need the, the Regal gif. We need a new Regal gif every war games. Yeah, it's just so upsetting. Like, I don't want to hear Braun Breaker say it. You know? Mm -hmm. I don't want to see Io Shirai say it. You know? Regal! Mm -hmm. Anyway. We need Regal. So yeah, you want to talk about War Games. uh, Both the um, both the new the 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 males um, the male um, new guys, they got the advantage and uh, the the women faces have the advantage. Yep. Um, so uh, that would be Team Raquel, which is Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Cora Jade, and Kaylee Ray. 
uh, facing Team Dakota, which is Dakota Kai, and Toxic Attraction, which have all the women's gold in NXT. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, I get that it's because it's for the feud between Raquel and Dakota, but, like, Mandy Rose is the champion. She should be the captain, but whatever. I understand why. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, <laughs> you happen to recruit the women's champion. I guess because she owes you one or whatever. Well, I kind of felt like it started with Toxic Attraction versus, like, Io and, and Raquel and uh, Zoe Stark. Right. I think that was what started it. And then, like, they like Dakota Kai came along for the ride because Raquel was involved. Yeah, I know. I understand the origins. It's just weird to me. Like, and I think it, it is. didn't explain with, like, you owe me one because I helped you get the championship. Yeah, it's like it's like one of those twisted paths that you could have gone straight, but you took all these curves, and it's like, tell well, tell me yeah. why you took these curves. I just want Mandy Rose to be the NXT champion forever. You know, I'm okay with that. I don't know how long she's going to be around for, but... By the way, of course, uh, this being NXT, this is not non-title for the yeah, basement we, championship. Oh, are we making picks? We're just... Um, we can. Oh yeah, we have going. to. Uh, but I, I think Team Raquel is going to go over, unless Io Shirai goes nuts and kills someone, I mean, which she might. I don't know. Honestly, I think I think maybe the heels are going to win, and maybe Raquel will just go to the main roster. Like, mm. I think. I don't know if SmackDown or Raw needs her more, but I I think she's done all she could do there, and Dakota Kai should definitely stay. Um, Del at least with Raquel Gonzalez, she's got that size and like she's a special attraction. But I feel Dakota would get lost, mm-hmm. even though I think she's great. But like it doesn't really work out for her. She would get lost. Vince doesn't. Unless your name is Rey Mysterio or Hornswoggle, Vince doesn't know what to do with small yeah. people. He just doesn't. It's just what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're basing this off of freaking 35, give or take, plus years of experience. Yeah, like, look, Mia Yim's not there, mm-hmm. you know, but Dana Brooke is there? Well, Mia, like, t- Mia Yim got... Oh, yeah, she. so, yeah, she got released. Yeah, she got released. Yeah. But, like, you got Mia Yim who's, like, you're talking about you, like, want unique-looking people. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how that doesn't help you. Yeah, and she she fits two demographics. Yeah. Plus female. I mean, I wasn't thinking, like, a checkboxes type of guy. Mm-hmm. But just, like, looking at her and the way, like, she, like, presents herself pre-reckoning, mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, it was, it was like, completely unique. Yeah, to me, it was just wasted on like wasted out of NXT like she'll have like the you know like she'll look like the, like that robber you know she'll have that like she mm-hmm. she look like she about to make you run your chain and shit snatch that chain off you you yeah. know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. she, she's down she you came know, out to die came out all blue like a crip I'm telling you like you could have got more you know what man gangbangers watch wrestling too Vince mm-hmm. anyway <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah like, Vin, Vince doesn't... should go back and watch some more crime time footage. Tegan Knox, you know, he doesn't know what to do with this. 
in in that case, she did suffer quite a few unfortunate injuries back to back to back to back. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I guess that's okay. But me and Yemen didn't really like. And uh, unless there's something we don't know about. And Mercedes Martinez. She, Mercedes she, Martinez. She got she got phased out because of her age, but that but she can go. Like she's not slow. No, I know. Like if anything. They should have kept her because, like I said, not everybody's going to be the women's champion, mm-hmm. but you need people to get you to the women's championship. Yeah. So, like, that would have been, like, interesting to have. Like, because then otherwise you're just like, oh, who, who Sasha? Oh, Sasha beats uh, Shayna up this week. And then it's kind of like, um, it's like a school dance, mm-hmm. but, like, it's just one class in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like the same people just dancing with different partners. It's like we did this already. Like this was an out. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, you, it's just not enough variety. Yeah, like like I I could understand Vince not wanting to make her women's champion, but make her like the the gatekeeper to the women's championship. Like, oh, you beat her. It's like, well, all right, so you're a real contender. Maybe the women's champ should take you seriously. Yeah, but but not even that. What I meant was like you need more dance partners. Yeah. So like you don't have more of the same matches. Yeah, they they just they just uh, ditched Nia Jax. No complaints but here. That's okay. Right. That's okay. I think her she's her real name, whatever that is now. Lena Fanene. I don't yeah. know the pronunciation. But I don't I I, yeah. I, I don't remember. Um, but I'm sure it's not Fanini like I was initially saying. Is it Fanny? It's not Fanny. It's not Fanny because there's another. It's like F A N E N E. So it's Fanny Nee or Fanene. Maybe Fanini like Panini? Could be like Fanini like Panini, but I doubt it. Yeah. But I don't know. Okay. If it's island, you know, (laughs) if you want to like try an island pronunciation, like Fanene. It's like Frenchish. Fanene. I don't know if that's what it is, though. I don't know. I I don't care. <laughs> hey, you I don't think we call, care call us in. Let us know. Yeah, for FKA Nia Jax. If you, you know Rich DeRiz would more than happy to interview you for the show. There you go. I I, I, I promise not to offend anyone by uh, saying anything to you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's gonna be a lot of cake in this match, and I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Uh, Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson, hair versus hair. Uh, Cameron Grimes should win because, like, I don't see him being bald. Like his 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 look is unique, and this idiot just got there, so I hope he wins. And like, I don't really. Yeah, and Duke Hudson has short hair anyway, so it'll only take like a month for him to grow back. Yeah, like he could do the heel thing; he'll just disappear until his hair grows back. It's like whatever, man. Yeah. I took some time off or whatever. He he, like, he like, comes back with a full head of hair and attacks Grimes when like he's like trying to win a championship or something. Yeah, he could he could like uh, send in um, or like uh, appear via satellite, but it'll just be blurred because he doesn't want anyone to see his bald head. <laughs> Imagine they just pixelate it. Yeah, or he could just wear a wig like Kurt. Could do that too, but again, that's something that's been done already. Like someone that had their head shaved, they don't appear and have the whole face pixelated just because they're bald. Yeah, I feel like that's more work than they're willing to do for us. Do you know how easy it is to pixelate a video? Oh, yeah. Okay. I do. <laughs> I understand. There's a uh-huh. lot of things that are very easy that you can do that they don't do. Like and it's say, full sale. They got to learn how to do it sometime. Like say, I don't know, having like a billion dollar TV show and just like... 
Oh, I hit you with a pie. That's my revenge. What? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that. Pie. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. The irony, by the way. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Obviously, Cameron Grimes. We want him to win. Will he win? I don't know. Is he my pick? Sure. I'll go with it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh. For the NXT Tag Team Championships, Imperium versus Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. I looked into Von Wagner, by the way. And he is a Neanderthal. He well, maybe he's second generation. Um, his dad is Wayne Bloom, not Matt Bloom. No relation to Matt Bloom, as far as I could see. But Wayne Bloom was better known as uh, where is it? Scroll, damn it, Bo Beverly. Bo Beverly, huh? Of the Beverly Brothers, yeah. Cool. It's interesting how like. I remember the Beverly Brothers. Mm-hmm. Like, not like I'll think about them like, like randomly. The other day, I was like, "Wow, Beverly Brothers." It's like, no, you say the name. It's like I remember the team, but I think anything good will ever come from that, right? And maybe this is. Maybe that's what Vince thought with this kid. Hopefully, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, he he's got the size. He has a look. Maybe the look. Like, it's really tough to to say he's big. Like, I know he's not small. Let me see. Uh, I'm on. This is prowrestling.fandom.com, and they claim that Von Wagner is six foot five, two fifty five. Wow. Six five is kind of big. Is he? Is that big for WWE? I think that's on the slightly larger size side of average for WWE. Yeah. I love double double E. Yeah. Now. He does have a unique look. I feel like they're not leaning into it nearly enough. It's hard for me to get into him because it's like I've seen what they do to people that I like and they're just gone. So I'm not going to care. Like, I don't care about this match. Like, I don't think Kyle O'Reilly's going to be there anymore and I don't think this kid's going to be there any longer. So I'm going to go with Imperium. Same and same. And, now- it's, and it's not their fault. It's Vince's fault because I don't trust anything. Or... Even uh, other con, you know? Yeah. Um, that's Nick Con. Sure. With there his, you go. With his hack and slash mentality. Nicky Con. Yeah, the slasher, they call him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You said Nicky Con. I, 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 I don't know. I, there's a Nicky Bella joke in there somewhere. I can't think of it, though. I am not at 100% right now, and I don't know why. Dude, you are, like... I'm concerned. I'm not particularly tired. No, I know. My brain's just I like a little it. slow. I don't know. Whatever. Um, you so again, again, Von Wagner has a look. I'm not. I'm not necessarily a fan yet. Like I could see how green he is. Like, like so. Like after, I guess, like after the match, I was celebrating the victory, or whatever. And Kyle was like posing, and he was posing, right? But he, he pose and pose and pose. But he was looking directly at the hard camera. Yes. You don't do that. Thank you. That's that looked weird. <laughs> yeah. It's like now you and I know that there's no fans on that side. But Kyle right. wasn't looking at the hard camera. Kyle was looking at quote unquote the fans. Yeah, I know it's like one's looking at the other way, and the other one's looking at the other way. Yeah. So if you're looking at not the hard camera, it leads the viewer that doesn't that knows less than we do 
to believe, oh, they're looking at fans. So it is a full arena. It's not a full arena. We know it's not a full arena. But the illusion. Wrestling is, we know wrestling is all about the illusion. I don't want to see your fucking cards, man. Right. Don't don't keep close to the best. Yeah. Don't look at the hard camera. Von Wagner. Cal Bloom. But Rich, but Rich, he's learning. Isn't this what it's for? It's for learning. It is. Isn't it for learning? It is. So hopefully when whoever watched that back with him, because this should all be watched back with someone, they're like, don't do that. You stop it right now. Mm -hmm. They say, don't do that, and this is why. Because it takes away from the illusion that there are fans there. Like, why are you looking at the hard camera when there are fans you should be interacting with? Yeah. It's alright. Accidents happen. Yeah, it's true. And he's probably going to be fired. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I know you don't. Uh. <laughs> um, Roddy versus Joe Gacy for the Cruiserweight I think Championship. Joe Gacy's going to win. <laughs> I thi- so here's what I think... They like this kid for some reason. He's good on the mic. I hate him. I know. But I guess that's the point. Right. Um, He's good at not blinking for a while. Kind of like the... um, What's his name? Marshall Applewhite. The Heaven's Gate guy? Yeah. So he's really good at like not blinking for a long time. And that that's like crazy cult leader shit. Yeah, he's got this psychopath inmate for a fucking bodyguard. So. Yeah, Harlan, formerly known he's, as Parker Boudreaux. As long as he doesn't get disqualified, mm-hmm. then I guess he could win. So what I think this is doing, I think, especially with Go- Joe Gacy's gimmick of inclusion and... And all the stuff about like you know how he's t- he's talking about how having having a cruiserweight division it's it's like it's like fat it's weight shaming he doesn't even say fat shaming it's weight shaming. I think this is their way to get the belt. Once they get the belt onto Joe Gacy, they're either going to remove the weight limit altogether, and or just completely change the name of the title. It's not going to be cruiserweight title anymore because they're not going to do weight classes anymore. How about, yeah, that's right. I was just going to say light heavyweight, but then it's like that's still a weight class. Yep. But the inclu- Joe Gacy will probably want to name it something like the inclusivity title since he's participation willing. Participation championship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number one participant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's interesting because like. Because after NXT, I think it was NXT this week, they showed a trailer for uh, The Peacemaker. I think it's a TV show coming up. Yeah, HBO Maybe Max. It's, for, it's yeah, a spinoff yeah. of Suicide Squad, the second one. It's it, a good movie. Yeah, I got to see all of it. This character um, is very good. Who, now, the Peacemaker character, he achieves peace through violence. By any, Like, he doesn't care who he has to kill to do it. Right. Now, that's kind of what Joe Gacy is doing a bit. It's like... We're going to settle our differences in the ring. He doesn't ever actually say peacefully, but he kind of implies peacefully. Yeah. So there's kind of a parallel there. Uh, But obviously, they're not doing the same thing. Just an interesting little parallel, I think. But the inclusivity title, 
or whatever they're going to end up calling it. Going to be interesting. I hope you're they'll right. Probably, they'll probably end, end up merging it with the North American title because they can't have that many titles. Yeah, it's not like they have 205 Live. Well, exactly. it doesn't matter. I don't know if it's still around. And No, it's not. No. I don't think. Nah, it shouldn't be. I don't know. Yeah. So we both got Joe Gacy here. Yeah, it doesn't matter, but yeah, I think he's going to win. By the way, I think we got to see more of Ivy Nile. I was just going to say that. I was supposed to say that last week, but I, I, she she looks like she could really fight people, and mm-hmm. like her, her gimmick kind of works like where she's like she gets she's like basically like a real life version of like a saiyan like a female saiyan because she gets Mm -hmm. stronger as she fights because her moves she uses to work out in the match so Mm -hmm. like how do you beat somebody that keeps just getting stronger after every match like that yeah like she doesn't stop working out like she wrestles working out you know it's crazy yeah, you can't. All right, I want to see something here. Let me see if I can find it. I want to see. Damn it. Huh. What the hell are you doing? I apologize. She. Um. Emily and Zulis is her real name. Ah, uh, yes. I what did she. Yeah, what did she. She's known for something else also. Oh, yeah, she was on Titan Games. Oh, the Rocks thing. Yeah, she was the first female Titan champion. Um, uh, how many seasons has had that thing had? Like, maybe she's the only one. <laughs> maybe, could be. I don't know. I don't know. She's only twenty nine, so I think she has a good career ahead of her if she keeps going, and yada yada, whole the whole nine. Oh, all the things you're supposed to say. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. 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 Um. But yeah, need to see more of her. She she's fuck. I want to see how short she is. Five history four. Five two. All right, close enough. So why don't you just marry her then? As I'm already married. <laughs> oh, I I guess that's I guess that makes sense. There you go. Um, main event allegedly. According to Wikipedia, at least, is the men's war games match Team Black and Gold, which is Champa, Gargano, Pete, Dune, and LA Knight. Versus Team 2.0, Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller, and Tony D'Angelo. Oh. Yeah, I don't like that guy. Yeah, it's going to be the the new guys. Doesn't make any sense for them to lose. Yeah. Fantastic to they, let everybody know. Yeah, Braun Breaker's going to get the pin on someone. Yeah, whatever gets him to his rematch and eventual win of the NXT Championship, let's just move mm-hmm. it along. Big bad booty nephew. Sure. Let's not acknowledge that at all, but just have him use all the things. All right. right. I guess that makes sense. <sighs> they just need to decide what to do and, and go with it 100% rather than be wishy-washy about it. You can't like, be half pregnant. You can't. All in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Team 2.0 is going to win. Um, I figure... Like, LA Knight, I didn't actually see a face turn. It was more of just a double turn between... Uh, he just doesn't like that Grayson, other guy. Yeah, Grayson Waller. 
Yeah, I didn't Ola. know what to make of him. I thought he was just a face by default because LA Knight's not good. I don't know. It's very confusing. It is. Don't think. But uh, LA, yeah, I guess they LA Knight is like an old schooler because he was in FCW. FC Dub. FC Dub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually back in the way back. So for them to put him with them without explaining that he was an FCW and what FCW was. That's, you know, they're they're depending on the fans knowing that. Fans like you? Right. But not everyone is a fan like us. Not everyone's a smart Mark Sterling. Right. Not everyone watched Impact Wrestling to know who Eli Drake was. There's a lot of people that didn't watch Impact Wrestling. Let me just get that straight. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, it's like... I don't know. I just think they need to tell the story more. Because it doesn't matter where you're from. Like, when you come here, you're here. You know how Vince is. Right. But to someone that doesn't know that Ellie Knight was there before, why isn't he part of 2.0? That's true. I think it's because he was there before they started the unicorn puke. He came in at the tail end of 1.0. So technically, he belongs on the team. That's fair. You know, that's the best I can give you here. Look, the best I can do is this. Mm -hmm. Um, That meme, you know, the the pawn shop, you know, the best. Yeah, the pawn shop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's it. I can't help you. I I think it's a good compromise here. Okay, just just take. Best we could do is a flaming table for no reason. For no fucking reason. For no reason. (laughs) For no reason. Like. People watch the show anyway, bro. Like you're not even you aren't even up against the NBA at that time. What are you doing? I don't know. Like uh, Jesus Christ. Like that's I guess it's cool, you know, for some people, I guess. I just, you know, whatever. We already talked about that. Um, but yeah, okay. It's, so it's I, like what's next? Yeah. What what well, well, what about once you like the real feud was was with Malachi Black? Right. So, and Cody lost all three matches, right? No, he won the last one that they had. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Right, right, I remember that. He's like, it wasn't about winning or losing. It was about getting in his head. All right. Yeah. Spoken like someone that lost the match got it. I mean, um, it, was, it wasn't just about getting in his head. It was about destroying him in the eyes of the mm-hmm. people. And that's right, working. right. Like, mm-hmm. they're booing the crap out of him. Well, I don't know if they did this as a byproduct to make a story for that, but, I mean, it, it's pretty convenient. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. He he tweeted something also about being in his home. And like he said hometown twice. And for whatever reason in my head, that just seeing the word hometown twice triggered Homelander in my head. It's like, nah, it's basically like, um, this is the one... Is this the one where, like, when did he do this one? Was this, like, the most recent one? Or is this, like, before he threw his belt and they threw it back at him and almost took somebody's eye out with it? Uh, this is uh, more recent. Hey, maybe that's why Pac is eye, has an eye patch on. They threw they The belt hit him in the face? Maybe. maybe. I don't know, because, like, the belt flew in. You saw that, right? When yeah, they, they didn't the seem back? to... Are you, yeah, I don't they, know, but... After they that didn't match, seem to say how Pac got that eye injury. I, I don't know. 
If it was the belt, they would have said something. But he did like it. Looked like it. It missed him, so it didn't hit him. He didn't sell mm-hmm. it. So who knows? That would be fucked up, though. Yeah. So speaking of that, I want to touch on the Seth Rollins fan and quote unquote fan. Wait one second, though. I I don't want to forget about this because we talk. Well, you, you I, I, to your comment of my uh, my. This is my hometown. Yeah. Crickets. No, but mm-hmm. it's like it's basically you didn't get the cheap pop the first time. Right. Loud enough. It's like I don't know if you guys heard me, but I just said this was my hometown, mm-hmm. and this is when you guys. <laughs> it's almost like I'm doing what The Rock was being a heel. He's like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you like that? You like when I go? Uh, I'm from here. Yay! He, we're from here. That's mm-hmm. where we are." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yep. I miss that Rock sometimes. Um, but yeah. I don't know, but it's like, dude, just after the first time they didn't react, let's let's just move on. There might be a reason for that. Like, you're not gonna get this cheap pop, dog. It's, it's not yeah, I didn't even it. remember that, but I was I was uh, thinking back to a tweet because oh. it was in a tweet he used the word hometown twice. Well, either way, yeah, one time is good. If it doesn't mm. work, you know. Anyway, I'm sorry. What's sorry? Right. So I want I want to talk about uh, the Seth fan thing and rick flair weighed in oh boy, on here it we go and uh i'm just gonna read here because i didn't oh take the time i, think I know yeah. what this is about because they they caught him at the airport and they asked him about it well no flair said this on his podcast no i know but seth rollins at the airport mm-hmm. they asked him about it and he said he was terrified oh yeah oh yeah yeah so yeah this isn't in reference to seth saying he was quote terrified and this is what rick flair said he says quote in all fairness, I could say a lot of cute things, but I'm not going to. Every time I say something, I have to involve other people, and they have to endure the consequences, so I'm just going to say this. I've never seen that happen. I've seen that happen, but I've never seen it where I recall the mark, the fan, clearly was getting the better of the individual. I'm going to take a pause right there. So, that was sort of a, un- a unique thing, but it looked like the, f- the fan kind of got Seth from behind. And he had quite the running start with no obstructions. That's pretty different from just about any other uh, incident like this. Like the Bret Hart thing. The guy had to get over the barricade and then get into the ring. And by the time he's within feet of Bret, he's like sprawled on his belly before he can even... And he has to get up to get to Bret. Right? Right. So, Flair goes on. My problem with Seth is, if you're a top guy in this business and you know anything about the psychology of what the fans think and feel, which they really do, you never, ever, ever get off an airplane in L.A. and say, I was terrified. Terrified of what? Terrified is being in an airplane crash. You were terrified or horrified by a wrestling fan? Come on, man. What I would have done if I was Seth, which everybody should learn from this, is that even if the referees had him, I would have jumped back on him, even if I never got a shot at him. I know your answers are going to be, well, there's lawsuits and all that. The WWE would have covered the lawsuit. Seth never would have got to him. If you're a heel, you never admit defeat. You just don't do it. Do you think I've ever beat anybody? No, but in the minds of most people, I didn't lose because I kept lying about it, even though it was a work. You never admit you got your ass kicked, much less being horrified or terrified. Please. So, that actually is a great point. But, you know, like, 
to be fair to Seth, maybe he was like he was just saying his honest reaction. You know, he's being interviewed by TMZ or whoever in an airport. He's not going to kayfabe them. Yeah. They, they they just don't do that anymore. But do you maybe deter them by saying, no, I wasn't scared. I had it. Plus, I knew the whole locker room would kick this guy's ass if he even got a, a quarter of a decent shot on me. Me, I just like... Like... I agree, sort of, with um, Flair a little bit. And, like, do we know what tone of voice, like, Seth used? Like, it's like, you know, I was terrified, you know? Like, you know, there's a way to say it, but it's like, yeah, pretty terrified of this overweight jackass, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know the tone of voice, but everyone uh, that seems to have heard it is taking it like he wasn't being sarcastic about saying he was terrified. Oh, well, yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, like, I could see, like, again, you have to sort of think in the moment. Seth, what he was trying to do was just get away from this guy because, again, you don't know if, if he's got a weapon or not. Like, sure, they pat everyone down, but, you know, they still serve food in the, at the concourse. There's probably a plastic knife there or something. You don't know what's going on so he's he's just reacting in the moment looking back once the ref or whatever got him separated sure seth could just like grab a security guard and be like hold me back hold me back hold like like say to him hold me back dude yeah you know like bring the security guard make him in on it right well that's kind of hard to do last minute and especially yeah. with a chaotic scene like that, what if this guy had like a weapon? Exactly. Like he could, he could have just not double legged him. He could have like fucking double legged him and then pulled out a knife and f- killed him. Yep. Yeah, no. Nobody especially about like that. this. This guy, this guy really believed he had a real motive to hurt Seth Rollins. Yeah, dude. Like, remember we talked it all about it on the podcast. Like he. Like, he was legit beefing, like, yo, Seth Rollins ripped my ass off, you dog. Like, 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 dude, you literally owe me money. Yeah, it's like, listen, man, I knew something was weird with those gift cards, but you mm. uh, you owe me some money, dog. <laughs> yeah, like, like, listen, listen, man, I'm, I'm really sorry about your uncle in Nigeria that you never met that was a king. But I, I promise you the rest of your family is safe, and the real Seth Rollins is not owe you money. Yeah, don't 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 put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. You know that's yeah. that's, that's you, right? That's not mm-hmm. my problem. You better you better settle your shit. You know, <laughs> come on. Man. Yep. So so Flair continued, and, and this is the last of it here. He says, "You got to be tough to be in this business. Period. Even today, these kids are tough. I'll tell you right now, and I can, I can't help but bring bring her in, Charlotte. Oh my god. I think I guess he says Ashley can kick anybody's ass. Second generation kids are taught to be tough." Roman Reigns, the Usos. I'm such a fan of kids that that had to be really tough and just survive oh, in life. Oh, you know Roman Reigns, a... man. Those Usos, like yeah. they, they will scrap. <laughs> yep. He says, if you've been a real athlete and really competed at a tough level, you're tough. You're mentally tough, you're physically tough, and you're honed and trained. If that same thing happened to Ashley hypothetically, I don't know if the guy could have taken Ashley down. She's tough. No, he would have taken her down, just weight class alone. 
Like she's not running a, start like that. Yeah, running start. Running start like that. She's yeah, not a shoot wrestler. First of all, mm-hmm. so yeah, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't say shit like that. <laughs> Ronda Rousey, maybe not. No. Well, uh, uh, right. It's wait as a trained judoka. I don't know. Maybe you got if you got a running star. All all that means is it's going to be that much easier for her. to Yeah, dodge but you. if she's in the right position to do that, and like she's usually expecting that to happen to her. Not to be ambushed mm-hmm. by a psychopath. So, like, things change mm-hmm. when, like, stuff happens that's out of your control. Yeah. Either either way, I, I think Ronda would have had an easier time with the fan than Charlotte. Maybe. And yeah. either way, Seth, you know, Seth, uh, like, you can't knock Seth for getting taken down by the guy. The guy had a damn running it, start, like a nutcase. It's hard, it's hard to think of this as nothing other than him trying to, like, get, get at Becky somehow through Seth Rollins. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if he'd be saying this mm. shit. Think about that, you know. Because mm. whatever that beef is. I remember, like, you know, she said something about him. And, you know, it's a whole thing. And also the fact that she, quote, unquote, took his nickname of the man. Yeah. You know, maybe. Yeah. Remember that drama? So that stuff adds up. Who knows? That might have been part of, like, where, like, her and Charlotte, like, you know. Man, I wonder if that was, like, a thing that. Like uh, Becky did just to get at Charlotte, like you know what, I'm the man now, you know, <laughs> and that that's you know, it kind of, the reason she did because like you know because she beat the man, you know, the man nickname came you, right after the the Becky Nia Jax face, right? No, I think it was when she beat Charlotte Flair for the women's championship because okay. she was that, she was that, the man now because hmm. that was the whole thing. You beat the Ric Flair's thing is. To be the man, That's you got to right. beat the man, and then, and the man is a champion. And she beat Charlotte Flair. She was the man, but now she's not the man. She's the man now. You know what I mean? She beat the man. So that was that WrestleMania after the broken face. No, she beat her for it at um Evolution, didn't she? The last woman stand. Oh man, I don't remember now. Fuck, I'm fucked up now. I'm pretty sure Becky beat Charlotte for the belt at one point. God damn it! Now we're gonna get pod canceled. Because I'm misremembering. Uh, Becky Lynch became the man after she started naming herself the man during her summer feud with Charlotte in 2018. Okay. Uh, like, did she ever uh, beat her Lynch for the belt? Man, just, for me, it was a way of going into the guy's locker room, going to the whole company and saying, I'm taking over. I'm reading from sportsskeeter.com here. I'm kind of just like Okay, I, that's, I'll, I'll look up the answer to the question I wanted to be answered. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry, I, I got lost looking at my, my question here. That's right, you selfish bastard. That's fine. We're all fine here. It doesn't matter. Two old, two olds just trying to remember things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank God for the internet. Like, I don't know like where I'd be if I couldn't just look up stuff. It's like, I'd have to say I don't know a lot more than I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, see. Yeah, and I think, like, generations ahead of us, they won't, like, they won't, "Quote unquote," know anything beyond how to search for what they need to find out. Yeah, that might be it. Like, listen, don't even worry about it. We're gonna just put. We're gonna put your neural link in when you're seven, or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll go for there. You you'll just be linked up to all all knowledge in the universe that's allowed to be put up. You know, if it's not censored. Yep. You know, the cloud. It's like you're just perpetually linked to the cloud. Who, 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 who is the one that you know 
owns the cloud. Like he who ro rules the cloud, you know, rules forever. You know, I th I think Amazon has a pretty big jump on that. You think that it'll be the Amazon cloud? What about the Apple cloud? Because they have their own. Well, I, well, Amazon already has their own, and it's you like so many companies use it. Like I've never. All right, so. A lot of times if I have to, when I'm at work at my boring-ass job, if I have to uh, download like an owner's manual, yeah. it's blocked because it's stored at AWS, which is Amazon Web Services. That sounds familiar. The Amazon Cloud. So um, big corporations use Amazon to host like their files that they're, never, they're probably never going to actually use but need to retain for – you know, anyone that just like ever needs to download an owner's manual, whatever the hell. It's like they stick there and they forget they about it. They own all the, um, all the cloud and like that, that's the only place to store stuff. Well, no, that's not the only one. Like Norton has its own cloud. Right. Like I, I have cloud storage with Norton. I just don't use it. Uh, a lot of antivirus companies do, do their own. Um, it's quite a few. You mentioned Apple. I've I've never had to download anything from an Apple cloud, as far as I know. Yeah. Except unless unless like Apple, unless their servers are just cloud. Yeah, she in general. I don't know. Becky Lynch beat um Charlotte at Evolution. Because remember, okay. Ronda Rousey was the Raw Women's Champion, and she fought mm -hmm. Nikki Bella. And that was the same night that uh, they did the last woman standing between uh, Charlotte and, uh, and 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 Becky. Okay. Uh, and that's when, and it was after that that Becky started calling herself the man. I maybe. Oh, I might be wrong, because apparently Lynch retained. So she she I whatever doesn't matter. It's not important. I can't believe it's, we wasted so much a, time on this. God. It, it's a slightly more than idle curiosity, and that's kind of what we do. Problem, we look, we, I think. Yeah. Idiots. We have these conversations. They lead to tangents. One of us asks a question. The other one doesn't know. We spend 20 While minutes somebody's looking into yelling. it, figuring it out, following the rabbit hole. While somebody's yelling. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah. God, these fucking guys, man. I'm going to yeah. press the 30-second button, see where that gets me. Well, you missed this. That's <laughs> what you missed. Um, mm. All right, great. So what do you think of this, like, rinky-dink, last-minute, like, here you go, uh, we're going to have a Survivor Series-type match. <laughs> or, like, a five-on-five. Five. It's Team Becky versus... Oh, the five, yeah, the five-on-five non-elimination. Yeah, five-on-five match for whatever. Just, let's, just slap, let's just throw all our lady action figures in the ring and shake it around. Yeah, I barely remember it. Well, I don't either, but that that happened. Um because they did a, like a contract signing. That was yes, raw, dude, right? We're still talking about raw. Oh yeah, that that was Vince teaching us the theory to expect the unexpected. Yeah, I guess he's going to get a push. Cuz he's on I TV hope. with Vince. Like he got to spend like the whole episode with him. He got slapped yeah, he's by about him. to sign that shit over to him or something. Um mm. But, like, I think sometimes Sonya, she, like, leans into that boss role too much, and Becky's going to slap her fucking head off. Because it's like, 
she tries to tell Becky Lynch to sit like she's some kind of dog or something because she was standing up instead to mm. sit to do those contract signings. She ignored her, which is good. It's like mm-hmm. nobody takes you seriously. Like, you can shit on Naomi as much as you want, but I don't find that believable. I watch Total Divas. I know you guys are friends. So, mm-hmm. take that. Is Total Divas no, still filming but and stuff? They were, like, oh. Mandy and Sonya was on a season once. I remember. So, I know they're all I didn't friends. Watch, but... I know you're friends. I know, mm-hmm. so, first of all, I know Sonya Deville is one of the most sweetest people ever. So,. Sorry, I don't believe you're as mean as this character is. Like, I'll believe <laughs> Stephanie McMahon, but not you. No. Well, may, well, well, maybe that's just Sonya after like a day of not having a donut. I mean, it's possible because I'm. I know for a fact that they had donuts at the signing I went to. So. Mm-hmm. And as you know, you're not yourself I when guess, you're hungry. But she must have just had it because she was real sweet to me. She was really nice. But um, nice. anyway, um. Cool, cool, cool. Enough about me just name dropping people that I know, you know. Yeah, and then she she smacked the hell out of Naomi. That was like, why won't you hit her back? She hit you first. Like it doesn't matter. She's like, you know, she can't fire you. You know. Hmm. Um. She's not a McMahon. It's like, right. Like I get it. You're the face. You're not going to. Um. But I guess we could talk about SmackDown now. Sure. That. Um. So, yeah, it's a triple threat, by the way, for day one. Big E, Kevin Owens, and Seth Rollins. Because Seth Rollins yeah. so was tricked by how... Kevin Owens into floating the uh-huh. idea where they're like, you know, that's actually not bad. We'll just do that. Yeah, that was great. So there was another, there was another plan change also. What did you think of the opening segment? Uh, Brock and okay, Sam. So now you're talking about SmackDown because we were still talking about Raw. Yeah, you but... said SmackDown. I mentioned we were talking about Raw because I was talking about what their main event title match is going to be, and then we went right. And then you said, "Oh, that's I, why guess, you I guess we can talk about SmackDown now." Because then you're like the opening segment. I'm like Raw, <laughs> okay, but SmackDown. I thought it was fine. I, I just thought like <laughs> I, I a lot of times me and Pat say the same things, but like when he's like, mm-hmm. "What an idiot!" I said it at the same time. <laughs> like, what is he doing? Uh huh. But then Brock is bullying him into like wrestling Roman tonight, and it's like, wow, man, that's. I mean, you really can't say no. Like he literally said mm-hmm. the words "kill things." I'm not. Uh-huh. Gonna, <laughs> it's not worth it, man. It's like if I say I fight Roman Reigns at day one, like I gotta get there. Like, how do I yep. get there? So you really can't fault him for that. No, not at all. Have you seen all the memes They're everywhere. that they made? There's so <laughs> many. Like the one where like Big Homie didn't bring his wallet and he orders mad shit or whatever. And like you got to do it because he's Big Homie. And when they're standing next to each other when he's got Brock's got his arm around him. And Sammy's like, I got to get out of here. This is really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's like part of him is like, thank God there's witnesses. You know, because at least someone will know what happened to me. Yep, but also like so, so a lot of the memes, and, and I think these are my favorite of. It's like the two of them doing karaoke together. Okay, I guess I didn't see that one, but I can see how that would be a thing. 
There's a few of them, because, like, there's one where, like, they're both sort of just, like, looking looking ahead and, like, smiling. And it's like they're looking at the screen yeah. singing the song. Do you think Sammy's going to re-sign? Uh, I forgot his contract was coming up soon. I wonder if he's going to re-sign. It's like, well, I told you I'd get you a title match. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I wish... I had a clue. There hasn't been any sort of indications anywhere. Yeah, it could be that. Like, they just have Roman kill him off like he kills off Daniel Bryan. <laughs> like, technically, yep. technically he was him. killed off by Brock Lesnar's assistance, but, like, Roman Reigns didn't really help matters. Like, he slept right. him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he tapped, but, well, he like, tapped. that's fucked up. Like, all you had to do was pin the guy. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. I mean, he doesn't get paid by the hour, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Was it seven? Yeah, but um, listen. After what happened last week, why does Tony Storm hit Charlotte Flair with a pie, and that's it? Like, why aren't you beating the shit out of her? You just finished backstage saying that you're not afraid of Charlotte Flair, implying that other people are, which. The impression of anyone being afraid of her was not given to me. Right. She's not the I think Undertaker. She. Right. Uh, I agree, but I think that she hit her with a pie rather than with a fist because it gets no, in Charlotte's dude, head. Listen, I agree with that, but you finish. Like I didn't say mm-hmm. don't hit her with a pie, beat the shit out of. Her. I say hit her with the pie and beat the shit out of her. Because that's what Austin would have fucking done. First of all, he wasn't going to hit nobody with no fucking pie. But if he were to, he'd stomp a mud hole in her and flip her off. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying do that. I'm saying, Mm -hmm. like, meet her on the flat part of the ramp instead, then pie her and give her a Storm Zero right up there. You make a fucking exclamation Mm -hmm. point. You say, you do not fuck with me. Do not disrespect me because this is what's going to happen to you. But no, it's like, I got you. I got you. That's exactly what happened. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? Hit her. Hit her. This is physical. It's wrestling. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. That's not how you assert dominance. That's not how you get her back. for Getting you twice. And I'm pretty sure she beat you mm-hmm. up too. That's that stuff that bothers me, man. It's like, what are you doing? Make this mean something. Yeah, it better lead to a title yeah, match. Yeah, it better. You know what would have led to a title and match? If she gave her the Storm Zero. Beating her up? Yeah. You're telling me she couldn't do a Storm Zero on Charlotte Flair at the top of the ramp? I feel like that's particularly dangerous on... What are you trying to say? Women can't do it? No, I'm saying that's a, it's a particularly they dangerous move. They can do it. It's a dangerous move anywhere. That's It's not exactly a freaking mattress on that mat, dude. It's not, you, but they, there is a cover spring. up. She there is some springiness. Up. Like how they do it in the ring. It's the same thing. It's the same principle. Charlotte Flair's yeah. tough, I thought. They can do it. They're professionals, bro. Corner, yeah, corner so, of pops. Do, uh, go all in, man. Let's 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 be men about this. No pun intended. 
Mm-hmm. Like, whatever, man. Whatever. Sure. That just annoyed me. That's all. Oh. Yeah. What I about the um the reference Pat made to uh, Shayna Baszler, like uh, her future Endeavor kick? Like during oh, the match with, uh, I think it was Sasha, where like uh, I don't remember mm-hmm. the exact spot, but basically <laughs> the last two people <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> mm. I guess you don't like women's matches very much. You don't pay too much attention. Busy super carding. Well, I mean, I, I was super carding. I got the finish. Yeah. It was like a roll. Yeah, up but you miss thing. things when you're not listening too much. You know. I do. You miss cool stuff. It's mad disrespectful. And I'm supposed to care that Kofi Kingston came you. back? Whatever, man. What a shitty, obvious surprise. <laughs> like, oh, is it your best friend back? What a surprise! I'm so happy Kofi's mm-hmm. here. Yeah, Brandy's return was more of a surprise. I, I, I don't know, man, but this this civil war between the bars got me all fucked up inside. I don't know what's happening. Like, why are they doing this? You know, stop. You are nothing to me. I, you are like a brother to me. Crew, man. That I caught. Fucking. Do you think they'll get back to what they were? No. No. It's like in that Civil War movie with Iron Man and Captain America. Okay, he's my mm-hmm. friend. So was I. God damn it. So many feelings. Mm. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that. I guess, you know. I'll see it eventually. Yep. And uh, Pierce just stays away because Brock's there and he doesn't want to. He went to go remember the Alamo, Rich. Stop fucking what does that saying mean? shit. Is that code? Well, they're by the Alamo. Oh. <laughs> ah. I didn't think that was like uh like code for anything. He's gonna go sightseeing instead of you know I, where Brock is at. Right. I just I didn't I didn't realize. So it's Ali next week, the protector. Yeah, I gotta wonder if they're actually going to, you know, do something with her because like the 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 storytelling they're doing for her is similar to what they were doing. With Alistair Black before he got fired, hmm. like that, like that interesting animated style of, and it I I do it, it when I was looking at hers, I'm like, is this like a this is like a cutscene from a mobile game? Hmm, that's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like that's a very interesting way, like a new and kind of like interesting way with the current technology and things to like introduce a character. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it's like with vignettes, you gotta have location and this, and it's like this has all been done before. Mm-hmm. Let's do this thing and see how we do this thing, and maybe it'll mean something. But I don't know. Yeah, like uh, I'm happy anytime they try something new, and I'm glad this seems to be. Um, it seems to generally be getting a positive reaction, not only from you but from people online. I haven't seen anyone really complaining about it. I think maybe the content of it isn't the best, but. I think oh, you can't disagree on that. That's yeah, the uh, I think the presentation is great. Yeah, it's unique, like you said, something they've never done before, and it's cool. It's edgy. It's modern. I don't know about edgy, but it is cool. <laughs> like you and me got like two like different like you know 
what what edgy what edgy is. Yeah, I don't know why I said edgy. I think it's I, weird. I think you got you're thinking about how much you hate edge. On this day, you retire. And that's it. Whoa. End of the song. Okay. All right. Great. <laughs> don't quit your day job. I no. won't. I'm trying I... to make remixes for uh, old wrestling songs. Oh my god, it's an old wrestling song. It is. But it's a good song. It is a good song. It's a good song. It's definitely a good song. All right. Did I ever mention that Alter Bridge used to be Creed? They just got the, a new new singer. Yes, you did mention that, but maybe somebody's listening for the first time, and they just learned that too. There you go. Yeah. Who knows what open? Yeah, that guy. Because anyway. <laughs> he apparently owned the name Creed, and they're like, "All right, we'll just get another guy and another name." What to do? It's weird that you could own a word. Like Creed's also a word. You know. Mm-hmm. But I guess you can't if you use it as a name. But how do you? Why? Why couldn't they just be like, I would have been a dickhead about it instead of Alter Alter Bridge would be the Creed Band, <laughs> because you're not Creed. Yeah. But you're the Creed Band, with another singer. So they should have been the Creed Band. Could have done that. Yeah. It's definitely could have done that because it's not Creed. You can't fucking you can't fuck with that. I guess they're not creative enough. They just thought Alter Bridge was more cool. When it's not, because then it would be Metalingus by the Creed Band. Oh, you right. mean Creed? No, the Creed Band. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alter Bridge. I don't even, like, does that mean something? Not to me. It's probably an inside, <laughs> it's pro- it's probably an inside joke between them. Yeah, we don't care, though. No. Nope. So, anyway. Uh, do you have anything else you wanted to bring up and anything cool from this week that you wanted to talk about? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right, so it looks like day one so far has three matches. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. The triple threat fet, tri- triple threat match for the, rest, the WrestleMania title. I mean, the Raw title. <laughs> um, And we're going to have Liv Morgan versus Becky Lynch, which is like... I like Liv Morgan, but I don't think she's wrestling Becky Lynch level yet for the championship. Yeah, they gotta they gotta build her up. Yeah, like they think they're getting me in with these spicy like promos. It's like, oh, my friends are not here because you're big check. That's not what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and may, I guess Charlotte Flair versus Tony Storm. Hopefully, which is like why though? And pie versus cake match. I, I swear, if they do that, then <laughs> it's your fault. And I, I don't want to see that. I will be okay with it. That's like, that's a match for like after Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, like the Christmas episode. Yeah, the the it's the the leftover feast, freaking fight. Oh my God, they're gonna do that. Leftover they're feast do fight. That they're gonna do that, and it's not gonna be a one on one match. It's gonna be like a multi women match. It'll be it'll, it'll you know how like they have like to rehash things. It'll be mm-hmm. Team Charlotte <laughs> versus Team Storm. Mm-hmm. She's and got basically the stuff. Giant food fight. Yeah, because you know Charlotte's not gonna do everything. Mm-hmm. She takes herself very seriously. Yep. That's like that. Uh, I mean, no, t- no disrespect to people who've done that, but that's the jabroni match. I'm sorry. Mm. 
You know, that's the, hey, let's have a good time, you know? It's the 24-7 crew match. Basically, but they're going to have a food fight. I just know it. It's like, just give me the day off. <laughs> Yo, did you hear about uh, this Joel Olstein guy? Joel uh, Joel Osteen? Yeah, like the, the mega church guy? No. A plumber found a secret cash stash in his house, in his church. I guess they must have knocked a wall or something, and he had, like, money in the wall, bro. It was behind a toilet because he was doing repairs. You know? if Bro, I, that's what the mafia does. If I could express my utter lack surprise. of surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I am Jack's complete lack of surprise. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. He, We went to go remove the toilet. And I moved some insulation away, and about 500 envelopes fell out of the wall. That's ridiculous. And I was like, oh, wow, he concluded. I went ahead and contacted the maintenance supervisor that was there and turned it all in. Well, yeah, <laughs> you do the right my thing. my pockets with some money. But well, like, like just because just this guy's freaking... Just because he's a thief yeah. doesn't mean you should steal. Exactly. It's like, this is the proof that he's a thief. You don't prove that he's a thief... And that you're a thief at the same time. I mean, technically, he's probably stealing from thieves, the IRS, you know, because the, the taxation is theft, but yeah. that's another thing. But we're represented, um, so it's not. Well, I don't feel represented. And if you feel represented, I don't know what you what you want. Well, be, I it's mean, not this. I mean, more, more people in Congress look like me than look like you for generally. I mean, generally so, they do. So I, yeah, I, <laughs> and it, it, to me, I, it's not. I don't feel represented. Not. It doesn't matter to me what you know color they are. They're not doing it for the good of like what I think is good. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want my money going to like horrific science experiments on puppies and monkeys. Yeah, me either. You know, but we don't get to choose. You just take what they want from us. Use it for whatever. That's the name of the name, kids. I feel like I should do. I'm gonna do an episode of Jerry on the Spotcast. I'm gonna resurrect it mm-hmm. and just read. Um, forgot what the book I've been reading. It's basically about how the state sucks. Mm. I'm just gonna read it. <laughs> um. Anyway, let's get out of here. All right. If you would like to get in touch with Basin Bookers, you could do so by emailing basinbookers at gmail.com. We're, of course, also on Twitter at Basin Bookers, at Basement Chair, at Rich the Riz. DMs are open. If you if 160 characters isn't enough, go right ahead. Uh, Instagram, Basin Bookers Pod. We got a Facebook page, Basin Bookers. Uh, and as far as finding this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And. Basement chairs got a closed message. God, you know, the match of life is scheduled for one fall, and you should you should make it count. Do what the man says. Follow the bookers. So hopefully this episode is not as difficult to edit, and I should have it to you guys the usual the usual time. I should have looked up what error four oh five is. It's four oh five. I know. It's not found. I know. I gotta find out four oh five. Because this is episode four or oh. five, we got. We, if we could figure out what these error numbers mean, we would know in I'm advance. I'm using them to title all the episodes. Yeah, and we would know in advance what issues 
are gonna come up that we should be prepared for. I don't, I don't think that's how it works. Hmm. But uh, we'll just end it here. All righty. Okay. okay. Bye, guys. Bye.